0: Brunch culture. We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything. We everything. Everything. Everything is up for discussion. And that's what the the culture is
1: about. About, about, about. About, It's about a thing. Yeah. Brand- 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 yeah. Feel good. Brunch culture. Brunch yeah. culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. What's going on, world? You are tuned into episode 37 of Brunch Culture. I'm your host, Randall Keith, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Miss Lisa Victoria.
0: What's up, world?
1: All right, y'all. So we're diving off into this weekend review. I'm gonna kick things off today, and I have. a story that I hate to report that really gets under my skin. Mr. Geraldo Rivera. We got we all know Geraldo Her- Rivera. His recent line of work came from Celebrity Apprentice, and he almost won Celebrity Apprentice, but we know that he has been a news reporter and a public figure, a celebrity for years and years and years and years and years. And years. He's been in the news previously for making statements about Trayvon Martin, and most recently his statements is that rap music and hip-hop has done more damage to Black and brown people than racism.
0: That's deep.
1: Yeah. So, Mr. Rivera uh, was doing a interview with HuffPost Live. It was a one-hour—I'm in- sorry, a half-hour interview. And he goes on to say that uh, He makes the statement, he says, hip-hop has done more damage to Black and brown people than racism in the last 10 years. Uh, He says, if you find a youngster, a Puerto Rican from the South Bronx or a Black kid from Harlem who has succeeded in life other than being the one-tenth of one-tenth of one percent that make it in the music business, that's been a success in life, walking around with his pants around his A and with visible tattoos. (laughs) Mr.
0: Rivera.
1: (laughs) You know, for the sake of this being a g-rated podcast i'm gonna keep my words a lot of my words to myself but i'm just gonna say man we have to (laughs) not accept this type of stuff we have to get on social media and not do it in a in a way to threaten him or threaten his life but to make it be known that we are a part hip-hop is not killing black people hip-hop is not racism when when we have guys that are being shot, that are being killed, that are being strangled in the street, on the side of the, on the, on the side in front of a store that's on video record for racism, and like that's racism. This these things are happening for racist reasons, and the whole slew of other things that hasn't made mainstream media you mean to tell me that's doing more damage than hip hop music not all hip hop hip hop is not all gangster rap it's not all you know shoot them up bang bang selling drugs slanging drugs that's not all hip hop you have a lot of conscious hip hop right you have a lot of artists that talk about those things but they do incredible things in their community right a lot of mentor, a lot of mentoring. Tia said, "There's one thing too about the the this new generation of fathers that come up, and so you have these figures that are celebrated and known and popular. That they're showing that you know what? Not only am I a rapper, not only am do I have you know cars and 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 money and fame and all this stuff, but I'm also a father." And I'm also there for my children. I'm also creating opportunities for my children that I never had. So, for Mr. Rivera to make such a stupid, stupid statement, I—I I mean, you know, some people say, "Well, who is Geraldo? Who listens to Geraldo?" It's not about us believing it, right? Because we know it's about those people that aren't connected to the community that don't know these things. Him speaking to those people that have no. Uh, direct connection to people that are part of hip-hop culture, people that are part of Black and brown culture, Black and brown communities. Him making those statements to the—I don't even, you know, I was going to call out a news outlet, but I won't do that. Him making those statements, basically, to people that are not connected, that's the problem, and that's what we need to fight. Well, Russell Simmons, he mentioned Russell Simmons, uh, Geraldo mentioned Russell Simmons, basically saying that he was a friend. And, you know, he he admires Russell Simmons as a businessman, but pretty much says that he supports this, uh, demise of Black and brown people by way of hip-hop. Russell Simmons responded and basically said, uh, Rivera Geraldo used to be progressive. He used to do good work and help people. Now he's just simply a talking head. He hasn't done ish to help nobody, not in a very long time. But he used to do something 30, 40 years ago, but he's not relevant no more. Which is a very, very truly true statement. And I'm really glad that Russell Simmons clapped back to say that uh when asked by TMZ, because it's one of those things that you we can we can we can advocate for it we can argue for it we can say it but you need somebody that's on his level that can that can speak against it and there's still work for us to do to speak against those types of things but i just hate when somebody from within the black and brown community that has risen to a certain level of fame or certain level of success and they're detached from it they take this position of oh well these things are demeaning my community that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like Maybe a subset of it is not the best. Maybe a subset of it is telling a certain group, but that's not true across the board. And I think Geraldo has consistently, for the past few years, been spewing this idea that baggy jeans, wearing a hoodie, listen to a certain type of music, you're detached from mainstream, and that's bad, and you need to correct yourself. That's not bad. It's not bad to wear certain clothes is not bad to listen to certain music. That is what you identify with in your culture. What is bad is to do things that's going to demean yourself, kill yourself or kill other people. And Geraldo Rivero just doesn't get that. So, ugh, Mr. Geraldo Rivero, you suck.
0: <laughs> well, in other news, President Obama ignited a firestorm, especially with the GOP, with likes of Rudolph, former mayor of New York, Rudolph Giuliani, um, about his comments and not calling ISIS an um, Islamic terrorist group.
1: Hmm.
0: He chose not to call them that. Um, and people were obviously upset, especially conservatives, um, because they felt like you uh, he needed to use that terminology.
1: Of course.
0: But I think, I, I, I want to say that I think, I, we know these terrorists... Islamic extremists. However, as um, me and Randall were talking about before before the show started, that <clears throat> the president was talking to in in some of these speeches, he's been talking to um, re- religious leaders that are Islamic, and so to not to be sensitive to them and not kind of put them in a the box with that group is strategic. And so um, I was reading one article to say that to compare ISIL with Islam is like comparing the KKK to um, Christianity. Christianity. And I think that's, in a sense, I want to kind of play devil's advocate. I know that they killed, um, I think it's 20 to 25 Coptic Christians. Um, But to be fair, they have killed, in 2000, I was reading an article, in 2014 alone by the Daily Beast, over... 2,000 Muslims in Iraq alone. So they're not just killing Christians, they're also killing Muslims. Exactly. So When we paint this picture as somebody who's deeply um, rooted in the Christian faith, who wants to defend Christians, who believes that Christians are being martyred, I want to also shed light on the fact that Muslims are also being killed by this group. So this group are indeed terrorists. Right. They kill their own and they kill people of different faiths. Exactly. So we need to stand up for when they're killing their own and when they're killing Christians. We can't just be one-sided. Exactly. and you know, and I, just to tell the whole story.
1: Exactly. And that's what and I i I've had a conversation with a good friend of mine who's a, a Muslim uh earlier today, and we were talking about this. And this this I'm very shocked that there is even a a, a backlash or a push, or somebody is saying it's taking issue with the fact that the president is dropping. Uh, referring to them as the Islamic State and just saying this terrorist group, right? Because one of the one of the the people, the commenters on CNN today said that you're not telling the whole entire story, right? You're not telling the story that these people are saying that they're coming in the name of Islam. Well, if we look at what Islam represents, if we look at the Quran, is we if we start to study the the practices and the teachings that is that is within that religion. It is not what these terrorist groups are doing, right? So, because of that fact, because we're intelligent enough to understand that you have to differentiate the two, what in terms and what I got from one of my friends is, in terms, you consistently tying that terrorist group that is you, you, is—we have to admit, we can't argue that—we can't argue the point that they are saying that they are coming in the name of Islam, right? they They're saying that, but we can't deny the fact that what they're doing is not a representative of Islam. Similarly to the analogy that you use, the KKK saying that they said that they came in the name of Christ, that black people were inferior, right? People that were different were inferior. They came with this same the same rhetoric, the same story we understand that there's a there's a differentiation. These people are not Christians. These people are not coming in the name of Christ. They're coming in their name in the name of whatever Christ that they develop, but that's not it. So just the way that we respect Christianity and we say that hey you know what these people don't the kKk is not in coming in that name we also have to respect the same when it comes to uh uh the, the Muslim the Muslim uh community and understand that these people are saying it but that is not exactly what they are and what we do is we can cont- continue to instill fear within Americans within people that are not a part of that community not a part of that religion by saying that it's the Islamic terror terrorist group because then when you hear that someone is Muslim, when you hear that somebody is from that community, you immediately start to think, your mind starts to go places, because you hear all of this pro- this media and propaganda about there being terrorists, right? So if we t- pull that away, then possibly we can give more humanity to the people that exist that are representing that religion well and representing the religion in the way that it should be represented. So I, <laughs> I think it's one of those things that it becomes like why is this a thing? I, I'm always, sometimes when, when stuff comes out, I'm listening to the, the the news cycle this morning and I'm like, yo, why is this even a thing? Like why, why it is, it, it shouldn't matter. Give it up. Like, let it go. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but definitely we want to pray for the Christians over there and the Muslims over there because exactly. they are both under attack by this extremist group. And you know, we want to definitely send our prayers to them. But we're going to move to our main topic today. Our main topic centers around this idea of young professionals and stress and health. How we maintain our bodies as young professionals. We live in a grind culture. You know. Wake up. Uh, rise
1: and grind. Rise and grind. rise yeah, and That's
0: grind. A, the memes when you wake up. Rise and grind. Um, Jeezy said Um, I sleep when I die.
1: Hey, I say that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Kevin Gates has this thing. I don't get tired. Um, but we know that that's not healthy, like completely staying on the grind all the time as young professionals causes burnout. And so when you're burnt out, when you're stressed, you're not at your best. Right. Um, and so we don't get eight hours of sleep in our generation. We stay Mm. up all night. We wake up, um, And so we're constantly, because we have this idea that busyness validates us. The busier we are, the better we are. Um, And that's just not the case. We were looking at a Forbes article that um, talked about this uh, issue of being burnt out in our generation. And um, it basically says there are 10 signs that you're burnt out. Um, The first sign is is that you are exhausted. Um, and I know I am I get exhausted often. The second, you have a lack of motivation. The third, you're frustrated all the time. You have your um, cynicism and other negative emotions. Um, the fourth sign is cognitive problems. Um, your ability to pay attention and concentrate. Mm. Um, number five, slipping job performance. Um, Number six, interpersonal problems at home or at work where your family and your friendships and your relationships all around suffer. Number seven, you're not taking care of yourself. You become, you eat bad, um, you self-medicate with sleeping pills, drink alcohol too much, um, always taking coffee or energy drinks to stay up. Um, Number eight, you're preoccupied with work when you're not at work. So you're checking (laughs) emails. (laughs) <laughs> you are, you never you never get out of work mode. Number nine, um, you're decreased in satisfaction. Nothing makes you feel happy or satisfied. And number ten, you develop health problems um, with your uh, digestive digestive issues can form your heart disease and depression and obesity. Truth. So, you know this, we got to get rest. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I spent um, the last two days in an undisclosed location <laughs> <laughs> away from family, friends, um, and just my phone, minimum access. I haven't been on the phone. I just, social media, I'm trying to cut out and I'm just chilling and it's working wonders for my mental state. Yeah. So we got to rest, yo. Yeah. What you think yeah. about that, Randall?
1: No, I think it's true. And it's something that we don't think about, right? You, We are in a grind culture. Um, I woke up the other morning and, and looked at Instagram, and there was a picture that said, rise and grind. Uh, and then the, the caption under it was like, y- y'all still sleep, though. And I got up maybe around 6, so I think the person had to post it maybe like an hour before, so maybe it was like around 5, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that you should be lazy, right? I'm not saying that you should not—the early bird gets the worm. You shouldn't get up early and start your day and get what you got to get done. But we kind of have this sense that if I wake up early— I'm the first to wake up. I'm the last to go to sleep. I'm getting four hours of sleep consistently that that means success. And, yeah, you know hourly that may be success. But as you start to age as you start to get old older, your body cannot keep up with that, right? And so I know even for myself, I can always tell when I haven't got enough sleep because when I get to work the next day, I am not able to to focus, right? Like, my attention span is all over the place. I may check my phone every once in a while. That day, my phone is, like, literally glued to my hand, because I'm trying to find something that is keeping my interest. My, my, My brain is bouncing all over the place. And I'm going through this process of trying and trying and trying and trying to wake up. And then I realize... When it comes to talking to my boss, when it comes to talking to anybody else, sending out emails, I'm making stupid, careless mistakes. I'm not putting a title. I'm misspelling somebody's name. You know what I'm saying? Things like that, that when I go back to proofread before I send it, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, how did I miss that? And it becomes, I'm so... Focused on trying to make it right and try to do it that I start messing up and you know, it's funny though I had gone to uh, Went to a doctor's appointment. This was like last year sometime and you know My doctor was telling me that you should you really need to get more rest Um, Because of that I start having like pimples in my face and I never really had acne problems and things like that And he was like, you know not getting sleep impacts your entire body it's not just going to show up in the form of pimples. It may show up in other forms and stuff like that. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, doc, all right, I hear you, bruh. I'm good. I mean, I popped this pimple to keep going. And then he was like, you know, not getting sleep could ultimately pre- impact your sexual performance. And I was like, wait, what? And he was just <laughs> like, legit, you know. That's what got teeth. <laughs> he was like, legit, you know, things can actually not work because your body is not rested enough to work. And I was like, all right, well, look, (laughs) I'm going to start going to bed at 10, 30, 11, and make sure I get at least seven hours of sleep. (laughs) Nah, I was just playing. But no, like, when we—I say that in a joking way, but no, like, legit, we don't think—we're so focused on thinking about the now, right, preparing for our future, but we, in essence, start to— Beat down and kill and wear our bodies out. And that thing can be detrimental to our overall health. So that's definitely something that, you know, getting rest, we have to do. And that's gonna de stress us. The older, you know, stress is directly tied to belly fat. We all wanna have nice bodies. I'm where I've been in the gym this over the winter time, still in the gym trying to make it happen. I know we all, you know, as young professionals, we be mindful of the winter time. And for when spring and summer hit, we're trying to make sure that, you know, we're able to be seen on the beach without a full suit on. we, in order to do that, you getting rest and getting sleep is going to increase your ability to burn the fat in those hard to burn areas. So that's going to be around in your thighs, around your waist and, and you know your 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 ab area. Those things all add to it. We we have to get rest. That's going to allow us to perform better in work and look better like overall. And I think that's something that when we have this story of like this 24/7 grind, you know, <laughs> Ideally, it's good. And it sounds really, really great. But if you're not taking care of your body, you grind it for somebody else to benefit because you're going to die not going to be here. And what you grind it for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that whole workout all day sleep when I die, you'll be you'll be sleeping dead at 30.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'm, i trust me, I say it too. I'm always like, No, nah, I sleep when I die, I sleep when I die, I sleep when I die. But the real of the real is, you know what I'm saying, I kinda wanna sleep when I died and before I died. <laughs> I <wanna laughs> enjoy the fruits of my labor. I'm um, yeah.
0: And for me, stress affects me in like my frustration, my ability to process information, my ability to be creative, all of that is 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 hindered when stress comes. True. I'm not at 100% and I'm easily I'm easily frustrated. True. If I'm stressed out, my patience level is very thin. It's, <laughs> at, the, it's, at,
1: it's at 1%. <laughs> I'm cutting throws everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's just
0: like I don't want to talk to you when I'm stressed out. I want you to leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. And that's going to affect in the long run. That's going to affect your relationships. That's going to affect Um, how you process information that's going to affect your performance because you have to work with people, no matter if you're self-employed or you work for a corporation, you have to talk to people. Yep. And if you can't operate under stress, if you have to shut down under stress, you're not going to be beneficial. So one of the ways to help manage stress is sleep and exercise.
1: Yep. And just to throw in about exercise, the CDC, I found this on Livestrong.com, they actually have a really good uh, article about how often you should work per week. Well, the CDC recommends that you do some form of exercise, be it walking, running, not like walking like you ain't got nowhere to go, but getting on a treadmill, doing some power walking or running. 30 minutes a day for at least five days a week. That's just to keep your body at a stable level where you are able to burn fat. You can burn the calories. You can have enough energy. And believe it or not, it helps to work out in the morning times. If you wake up in the morning, getting a good workout in will actually boost your energy from the office. One of the things that I do, I don't drink coffee. I pray that I never become nothing against people that drink coffee. I know most uh, young professionals drink coffee Two cups I, a day. yeah yeah see i'm not trying to be a part of that team i when i was a kid tell y'all a real quick story when i was in the fifth grade one of my friend's mom she had to drink coffee every morning one morning she didn't have coffee her hands were shaking and she went and put she went and grabbed my hand and her hands were shaking i thought like it was something wrong with her and i was like what's wrong you, are you okay and she was like oh it's just because i didn't have my coffee and when i was at then i was probably like 10 years old i was like yo i'm never drinking coffee I don't ever want my hands to shake if I don't have coffee. So I refuse to drink coffee, but to, to get over that, waking up in the morning and getting a, getting in a good workout, and I, I don't do it every morning, but for the most part, when, when I get into that routine of waking up in the morning and working out every morning, I realize my energy level for the rest of the day is through the roof. I got my heart pumping. My mind is focused. Like, legit, everything is running how it's supposed to run.
0: Yeah, I used to work out. Um, I was going hard to
1: <laughs> She said I used to work out."
0: Pause. But I'm gonna I'm gonna start after I get off vacation because I still been eating these steaks and I had some good old cheesecake the other night.
1: Lisa um, got that guap, y'all y'all here she eating steaks and cheesecake. That's no, that's people with I don't money. Have
0: that guap. I just have friends that have access to nice places for discounted rates.
1: I like the way you phrase that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have friends in high places.
1: (laughs) Make it happen. You're still making it.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, I I need to get back on the exercise kick, but I believe in sleep. Now, one thing during y'all know I'm I'm finishing up my last semester of grad school. When final sign I get on those amps. I had an amp the other day, Randall. When I tell you they must have changed the ingredients in this energy drink, I felt like a, for four days, I legit felt like I got ran over by a semi-truck. <laughs> I said I didn't even drink the whole thing. Like I was, my body felt like, I was like, man, this is, I, I've never, I, I don't drink. But I was like, this legitimately must be how a hangover feels
1: yeah I can't
0: I just I was like I I couldn't even like get out of bed it was just like I couldn't move I was just like what is going on and my body's always thrown off during finals because I take too much energy drink but this was another level (laughs) I was just like man my best friend she used to tell me she used to be like Lisa don't drink another energy drink I said this is gonna be my last one. She said, "Oh, it'll be your last one. I have faith that in May 2015 you'll start drinking energy drinks. Stop drinking."
1: <laughs> I was
0: like, "Why is that?" She was like, "Because that's when school will be over." And I said, right. "Oh, okay." She was right because I had one other day. But was, um,
1: yo, I feel you. That's how I got my my undergrad degree. If it wasn't for, I used to we used to drink. I couldn't do Red Bulls. Five Hour Energies. I used to do a mixture of Five Hour en- Energies and Monsters. That's how I got through. Like I legit. But now, if I drink an energy drink, cause I don't, I don't drink sodas, I don't drink coffee, I don't drink energy drinks. So if I get a little bit of caffeine in me, I'm like a deer in headlights, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I usually do it, and for the rest of the night, I can't sleep. So I'm like doing push-ups, walking around, looking crazy. It's just, yeah, it ain't right. I can't yeah. mess with it.
0: So y'all, y'all, we want y'all to <laughs> exercise. We want y'all to get rest. And don't take Kevin Gates' advice. He said he don't get tired, so that's why he worked twenty four seven. And don't sleep when you die like Jeezy. We want you to sleep when you die, but you know, sleep <laughs> sleep before you die. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's now time for our
1: random topic.
0: Today's random topic has to do with a woman in church being tased. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why you tase her. She's trying to. She's just trying to get her praise on.
1: Look here. So ready praise. That's <laughs> a ready praise.
0: So the story reads: Most churches encourage praise and worship. In fact, the Bible states, "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord." <laughs> but 50-year-old Vicky Sue apparently went a bit too far.
1: What's her name again, Lisa? What's her name again?
0: Vicky Sue. <laughs> She's like a old country. Her, her, her uh, picture, it's, it's, it's a, it leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma County Sheriff's Department spokesman Mark Meyer said, nobody could pay attention to the sermon. Oh, what was going on when our deputy was able to take care of the situation? The religious ruckus happened at Victory Church. They sound like they get their praise on at 1515 North Kelly Avenue in Edmond, Oklahoma. Woo! A woman (laughs) was apparently playing a tambourine too loudly during Wednesday night Bible service, and you know Bible study time is kind of mellow. Right. She refused to stop. The woman was escorted out by the off-duty Oklahoma Oklahoma. County Sheriff Dep- Deputy I guess he was in service. He was off duty. <laughs> they got cops and everything in this church. <laughs> he had to physically escort her outside the church. Once outside, she broke free from the deputy and tried to go back inside. There became a physical confrontation. According to the arrest report, the deputy was forced to pepper spray and tase the unruly woman. <laughs> The uh, rep said she was not filled with the Holy Spirit. She was being a... a, She was not being very Christian-y. And that's why we decided to take her outside. They said she was staggering and slurred in speech. And she had prescription painkillers in her purse. You know, I didn't know that uh, prescription drugs was the gateway drug to the Holy Spirit.
1: Look, so... The Lord God created man to create medicine, right? And so since He created the medicine, then you once you consume the medicine, then that gets you to the Lord. That this look, this lady was just she just wanted to praise, and you see that how she responded. She responded by being in church. She wanted to praise. That's what you know. What I'm saying you you see the connection. You inhale and
0: I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think. Yeah, I... Biggie Sue was loose, though. A'ight, look here.
0: Biggie Sue was you... turned all the way up.
1: All the way up. You, you was remember the, so you remember Boy song? All the way turned up. She D- was D- all D- the way prayed up. Hey, all the way prayed up. Oh, all the way prayed Let me stop for somebody going on Yo, man, y'all can't... Stop vicky sue pray praise like let this lady get her praise in
0: that
1: no let her praise that's what that's the hashtag free vicky sue <laughs> <laughs> justice for vicky let her uh <laughs> let her live she just want to praise god then if she wasn't praising god then y'all be in the pulpit you you ain't here you ain't here is your listening can i get an man i'm about to, I pre- uh,
0: I'm about to say, uh send uh Applies a DM on Instagram and asks if he'll make a song called Free Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) It don't need to be a whole song, just a 15 second um, Instagram clip.
1: Y'all support free Vicky Sue. Y'all know what to do. Y'all support free Vicky Sue. Y'all know what to do. You know how all the plasma you know have to same thing. Na 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 na. Shout out to Plaza. We gonna get Plaza on this Vicky Sue track. It's gonna be a banger. They gonna play it in the church like they used to play Jesus walks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you when when something go wrong with your tambourine. Y'all, y'all better wipe your tambourine to get you get you get you, get you cased up.
1: Look okay, at man, they now they missing one member of the praise and worship team. That ain't right.
0: <laughs> Ready to go ahead and <laughs> leave. That's what I called of the week.
1: So this week's quote is from George Horn. This week's quote reads: "Patience strengthens the spirit, sweetens the temper, stifles anger, extinguishes envy, subdues pride, brittle[s] the tongue." Yeah, hmm. well, give me some
0: patience.
1: Yeah, I need all the patience. I need your patience. I need my patience. I need to listen to patience. I just
0: it says sweetens the temper. Ooh, stifles <laughs> anger. Ooh, extinguishes envy. Ooh, and bridles the tongue. Subdues mm. pride. Ooh, that's good. I can. Actually, I'm going a, I'm to a, um, include this in the message.
1: That's good. AKA, I don't have patience. So. <laughs> but you know, patience that's is all. one
0: of the fruits of love. 1 Corinthians 13.
1: And that has been, we we thank you guys so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Randall is on, he, in, in three months, he's going to be more patient, y'all. Give him three months.
1: Yeah, I need, no, I need two months, just two months, you know, and 60 days. What, Higman Isaiah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we thank you guys for listening to Brunch Culture. Be sure to check out our website at www.brunchculturebc.com. Again, that's www.brunchculturebc.com. Check out our Weekend Review tab, newly added. We have uh blog posts that are there. They've been getting a lot of hits. We are we want to interact with you guys more throughout the week. So we're gonna be posting blogs that we want you guys to interact with. And yeah, so we can stay we can keep up this brunch culture conversation. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at brunch culture and on Instagram at brunch underscore culture. And remember here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.